another question for you. Um, have you ever looked into uh, how humic acid affects secondary disinfectant byproducts? So this is this is a, a huge concern for water resources. So we as a species chlorinate or chloramine our water. Yeah. When that chloramine comes in contact with organic matter, not humic acid, but organic matter, yeah. it attacks that there's a there's a reaction that, that's occurring. And these, you know, these secondary uh you know, disinfectant byproducts are, are very toxic to humans and plants. And so some of the work I did right at the beginning of COVID was playing around with how, you know, because I extract humic acid from plants. So how did that affect it? And it was a really interesting route, deep rabbit hole that may actually end up leading you to another place that you hadn't thought about, which is, is water purification and, and how to deal with you know, this, the water that they're discharging out into our coastal waterways, rivers, and streams by adding a certain percentage of your product, they would be reducing those, those byproducts. Well, first thing is I'm, I'm a huge fan of hypochlorous acid. <laughs> why, why aren't we using it? But that's I, a, I, that's it really, whole... it really shocks me that it isn't more, talked about and that the emphasis on like chlorine bleaches being and 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 is why wouldn't you use a disinfectant that is going to as a residual leave water and chloride which is nutrient why wouldn't you leave it with something that's beneficial <laughs> like you get two products out of it easy switch you get a cleaner and a friggin disinfectant totally and then they go back to water <laughs> and it can be used in so many different ways, which blows my mind. You can fog it as a disinfectant in a facility. If you need like a big, deep, clean sanitation, you've had a major fungal bloom, you need to disinfect every surface. You can use it that way. You can use it as a line disinfection. You can actually, at a low PPM, even fog it on plants to get rid of PM. Like, it just it does so many good things. Like, I just, I don't know why people aren't using more and more of it. I know that there's... The perception that there's it's more expensive, but when you have one product that can be used in multiple different ways, it kind of pays for itself in, in that in that regard. And it's very cheap exactly. to make. It's you can make it yourself. Absolutely. You oh, can cheap. make it on site yourself and it's not that tricky. So yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of, of hypochlorous for that reason. Is that it, it from an environmental standpoint, there is no effluent, there's nothing damaging to the environment. But again, if you're what we do find, and this is, I think, where our our approach is not necessarily on the wastewater treatment, but taking a step before that and that the wastewater has less nutrient in the outflow, in the wastewater. So we're able to dial back the nutrients being used because we're making them more bioavailable and more is being retained in and around the root zone, then the, any drainage water is just going to have less nutrient in it. So you're going to have less waste and it's going to be less detrimental to the environment. So kind of taking it upstream one step. And that way we can, again, improve efficiencies, 
improve like functional efficiencies, but also the cost efficiencies and reduce the negative impact on the environment, especially in estuaries or environmentally sensitive areas, or like in Canada, where we're very respectful of the fact that we're on indigenous land and we don't want to harm further uh, the land that we have the privilege of living on. So I think that there's a, a very humanitarian approach in doing that. And, and at the same time, we're helping to increase the yield and the quality and the formation of the products that are being grown, regardless of what they are. So well said, so well said. And yeah, you know, it, the piece that you missed too was that you're building aggregates, which are purifying water and holding more nutrients even away from the plant root zone yeah so you know the impact of what you're doing upstream is huge but that still doesn't help people you know downstream who are are using you know mass septic systems or sewer yeah. sewers not septic because septic is yeah. different yeah, yeah. Is your own where sewer goes to a main concentration point yeah so you know again if, if I was a billionaire, I'd get every single sewage treatment plant to be using your product as a way of preventing those secondary disinfectant byproducts because that, that would be a huge way to further scrub the water before they discharge it into these very sensitive ecosystems that are, you know, on the verge of collapse already. But, and they're yeah, a food yeah. source. Right? Right? <laughs> like Hello? The insanity of friggin' humanity. Anyway, listen, we're, we're you know done. Saying, don't shiz where you eat. <laughs> well, that's kind of what we're doing. So. Hey, if, if we listened to the indigenous, we'd still be drinking our groundwater. We'd still be able to go to a lake and pull out a glass of water without it. But anyway, so we've, we're down to 20 minutes. We've got five questions. So I think we should probably dive into that. Sure. If you have time at the end, we can, we can chop up some more things. So uh, take it away, Ken. Um, I just want to say thank you for all the work you're doing um, and bringing this out to people. And for the guys, there is a 15% discount um, on these products if you use Ken Somerville at the, the checkout uh, when you buy them. So you guys can, can get them at a, even a cheaper price.